Good happens all the time. With your hosts, Chris and Chris. Yeah. So yes. I just jumped right into the show this week, Chris, because you were being braggadocious. <laughs> we're doing it. This is after dark, so Chris is having a cocktail. Mm. I'm you, having a I'm having a tall boy cider. That's just so nice. It makes me mad. Every time you're Chris is in Vermont where like mm. cider <clears throat> just rules the day. Living the country life. And that's like yeah. always the best ciders. I love, I feel like I maybe helped uh, maybe tickle your fancy when it came to the world of ciders, and now you've just taken over. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. I appreciate that. You want to I go what? where the good cider is, man. You know? Yeah. I'm not, You're not a bullshit cider drinker. You're not a fucking. What's, yeah. that, what's that cider that Stella does? Stella Artois has like a Cidre. Fuck. Oh, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Garbage. Yeah. Or like the, uh, what's the Angry Orchard God, or something? Fuck you, Angry Orchard. Ugh, that's gross. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's the one that's good, though? It's like, it's kind of generic. It's like, Mickner's? Mickner's? <laughs> Is that one? I don't know. Anyway. I don't know. Uh, I'm drinking a seltzer and bitters because I'm still on goddamn sober fucking January. Whatever. Jeez, we need to find these like some mocktail drinks or something. To I make just bitter, bitters and, and, and soda. I live on. That's it. good. It's disgusting. Yeah, well, but I don't want like a fruity drink. I don't want unnecessary calories, so I'm just drinking this. <laughs> yeah, just shedding yeah. the weight. Let me tell you, <laughs> dude. Right. This is how bad sober January right. is. That I was cleaning the bathroom the other day. And I found some like <laughs> leftover random like muscle relaxers, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm just taking them." I'm just yeah. It's sun. I did, I gotta get high somehow. <laughs> this is what it's. I don't you know. You can't drink, but you can pop pills. I pop some pills, and you know what? What about a what about a, a blackberry ride? Paloma mocktail? No, no, I don't. Right. I'm not putting all the effort for it, forth. This bitters and that it, sounds like it's, something. Listen. It, it, it sounds like medicinal or something. It's bad. It's yeah, bad, but I couldn't. It makes why me feel do, like why do people do this to your, themselves? I always hated people that did this. And now the light's at the end of the tunnel. Mm. And I got to just push through like 12 Or it's an days. oncoming train. I picked the worst <laughs> year to do this. There's five fucking weekends this month. It's like... The, I was like mm. such a dummy. I oh, like, that's I, a good... Now, see, that's a good point. You got to... You got to... Do that, yeah. You got to look at the months. Yeah, I played my card wrong. This is this is a February only type of bullshit. Yeah, leap year type shit too. Yeah. Every four years, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll, I'll give up drinking for a month every four years in February. <laughs> okay, honey, thanks. Oh man, that's so funny. I mean, I've talked about this ad nauseum on this podcast, but it is excruciating. Every day is the same. It's just and the, and. The, the thing is, is like I had the sinus infection that I thought was COVID for like two weeks, and it's uh, I I don't I woke up feeling like shit anyway. <laughs> that was the whole point for me. I was like, you know what? I want to get out of bed and feel great, but it's never gonna happen because I don't ever choose when I get nope. out of bed because there's a fucking baby crying, or I feel like shit because I'm sick. So I don't recommend. This is a hard pass on this for anyone. 
It doesn't make you feel better. I don't know what I'm going to get out of it. And when I tell anyone, they, they say either why or you're dumb. And I'm, they're right. It's just I'm dumb. Yeah, I guess. I don't want to say you're dumb. That's just, that's dumb. You're making the effort. You're trying, to, you're trying to improve your health a little yeah, bit. It's you know, willpower. Like, it's, I, I think what it will hof- hopefully ultimately do is make me cut back my drinking a little. That's what that's what I'm hoping for. Like how how often do you think you drink? Now this oh, is like, like every I, day, I, every day, for sure. Yeah, but day. but five like beers or no, or glasses no. of wine or something. You know, no, I'm not drinking a bottle of wine, but I drink every day. Okay, yeah, I mean, I I almost drink every day. I think. Yeah, but so, I'll have like one beer, maybe two. But now I think I can get. I could just go like four nights a week. Huh. I think I I think I've like kickstarted whatever that could be. I think it's just random. I don't know. For me, like, you know, when those, you know, when you go to the doctor and they're always like, well, how many drinks do you average oh, it's for the, like the worst week question? Or it's the worst question. And I'm like, I don't like, it's so random. Like some nights I don't drink at all. Like, and then some nights I drink 20 I beers, you know, I like just I lie. Or, I, mean, I, I just to, lie. They're like, do you consume more than 20 alcohol yeah. beverage a, a week? And I'm like, sometimes but it's also random. Sometimes like, that's two nights. <laughs> yeah. Who, and who counts their drinks every week? <laughs> People that go, I'll tell you who got their drinks of the week. Have you ever gone to a liquor store like before 10 a.m.? <laughs> like, yeah. And you see the people, you see the ladies that are yeah. filling up their carts with uh, like big bottles of wine. Yeah. But they're doing it all low key under yeah. the radar before 10 a.m. Having those morning wine spritzers. I don't think they're having morning wine spritzers. I think that they just are like, this is part of my normal shopping. And I just go in and, and, and they're drinking enough. They're drinking, they're consuming. They're, having, a, they're having lunch. It's for lunch. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's those people. Like Once they know hits, they know how much they're drinking because they, it's part of their budget. You know, like if they're drinking, if it's part of their shopping, and you're like yeah. buying, oh yeah. So I go through four jugs of Julio Rossi a week. <laughs> <laughs> they know. <laughs> yeah, I guess. That's, I just don't think people really pay attention to like how many drinks they're actually consuming. I think, per I day. think you pay attention when it affects your wallet. Like if you're if you're. Huh. If you're bu- mm-hmm. buying your, if you're budgeting your booze, like if you're like, oh, I get two cases of fucking whatever, like <laughs> Keystone Light on payday, <laughs> you like, you know how much you're drinking. <laughs> well, I only got twenty two yeah. beers left yeah. in the fridge, yeah. so that yeah. means yeah, count them. Doesn't mean uh, that they give a shit. I don't know. Kristen has had patients that drank a liter of vodka a day. And I was like, I don't know what that, a liter is, but is that's that, an alcohol? That's yeah, that's a, a liter, a couple liters. That's a lot. That's a shitload. And what's a liter? It seems like a lot. A liter. It's a lot. It's more liter. like I think the normal, like a normal sized uh, um, bottle of liquor mm-hmm. is 750 milliliters. Okay, and I think that's less than a liter. Oh, so it's a, okay, that's a lot. A quart? Yeah. <laughs> People drink a quart of beer. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we can move away from this. I did have one. Start- I just, I think it's, I think it's a trick question to, to see if you're going to answer that directly to see, to admit if you're an alcoholic or not. I don't, I mean, the, yeah, I don't, I really don't know the purpose of it other than they, for them to tell you to stop drinking or if you have some issue, they can point at that as your, the reason. Like if you're like, oh, I'm peeing blood, they're like, well. Probably because you're drinking ten fucking cocktails a night, you know. I don't know. Yeah. So if only I knew a doctor I could ask this question <laughs> to. <laughs> so okay, here's the answer: four cups 
mm-hmm. equals one liter. Huh. That's not that much. A cup is equivalent to 250 milliliters. This has got to be. So there's a thousand, there's a thousand milliliters people in a definitely liter. Drink, so, yeah. drink more liter than a liter. So you're drinking, so you're drinking one of those like standard, you know, booze Stoli bottles. bottles. Yeah. That's nothing. Uh, that's, I mean, a little more than that. Well, you one know, of you're those finishing a, one of those bottles a day. Yeah, that's a lot of fucking that's booze. A, that's an alcoholic. Now. Yeah. Yeah. That's a casual yeah. alcoholic. Yeah. 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 I could see that as a goal. <laughs> Instead of giving up booze, you just, you just go more booze. <laughs> yeah. Go harder. Don't be a lightweight. <laughs> I think the real goal is to like be the kind of alcoholic that can drink from like 4 p.m. to 9, cut it off, get a good night's sleep, and fucking fire it up the next morning. 4 p.m.? Oh, let's come on. Let's what it's what come on. Let's no, go wait. a little earlier then. Well, I mean, the, the the point being that you want to get drunk and pass out and pass out, but like at a reasonable hour and like have a fun <laughs> dinner. You know what I mean? Yeah, but see, I could do that because I'd be so hungover. You're the worst hang. Hung, you're the worst. Hung I, I got the person. worst hangovers. Yeah, you're the worst. Yeah, you're like. That's why I've sort of cut. You're back. like a fucking cheerleader. You're like a. You're like a college girl. You're like. Ugh. You're like, give me some toast and some Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> Car sickness. No, that makes it worse because I don't want to drink or eat because my head hurts so bad. I'm, I'm actually doing more. I'm actually, I should be drinking and eating, but I can't because it'll probably make me throw up. Yeah, you're a big barfer too. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then I struggle for a lot longer than I should have to. Yeah, doesn't happen for me. Yeah, I'm getting a little wiser in my old age though. I'm, I'm learning. I got to like force myself to eat. And drink. I drink a shitload of water, take yeah. aspirin before I go to bed. Yeah, Jody Q taught me a trick years ago. She said, right before you go to bed, drink as much water as your stomach will fill. Like, just sit by the sink and just fucking drink as much as you can put in your goddamn (laughs) body. And when you got to that point, have one more glass of water, take a piss, go to bed, and you'll feel fine. It's true. It sucks. It sucks. You got to sit there like a goddamn champion, like right by the sink, and just pour water right into the cup. Just drink it more. Drink it more. Okay. Yeah. It will. It works. I, I swear to Christ, it works. All right. But it sucks. Right. And you pee like nine times a night. Yeah, well, the, <laughs> that's why it's like you can't go to sleep because you're just peeing <laughs> all night. Um, I have a funny question for you. Oh, great. Can you burp on command? <coughs> yeah, but you're drinking. That's, but you, <coughs> can, you can do it, right? Yeah, is there I think any, so. I think so. Is yeah. there any boy that can't... Like, I was doing that for my kid today. And Kristen was like, I'm going to fucking throw up if you keep doing that. Who fucking can burp on? Like, really? She's like, yeah, she was repulsed by it. Huh. And I was like, I think every boy can do that. I think that every, at some point in your life, you like are like, I'll swallow a bunch of air and it'll make me burp. And then you're like, well, there's a faster way to do this. I'll just like suck in air quickly and push it out. And then you yeah. Burp. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I didn't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I guess know. we, because like boys, like a, little boys and stuff, they learn, you know, they sort of learn to burp or they do it. And like, I don't know if, I don't know if girls sort of have that phase as, as little kids. Like masturbating. <laughs> sure. <laughs> or farting. Too, right? Like it's, you know, and I know there's whole thing. I can't make myself fart. Can you make yourself fart? No, not make yourself fart, but you, you do it though on purpose yeah. to get a reaction out of your like parents and siblings and stuff though, right? Like it's, it's, like, I, or at least back when we were kids, it was a lot more common 
for like boys to be burping and farting like all the time. I don't think there's a lot of girls that have lit their farts on fire. But I don't know a boy that has not lit their fart on fire. I have never done it. You've never lit your fart on fire? Nope. It's magical. It's no, amazing. I, I never got that one. I didn't understand that one. That's what, stupid. That you could shoot fire out your ass? That's incredible. Yeah, I just, it's it never God appealed to right. me. Well, you're still young. You still got a chance. It's going to happen. Now, and now I've seen videos, though, of people doing it and then lighting their pants on fire and burning themselves. And like, yep, that's, I think I made the right call on that one. Mm, I disagree. <laughs> like, you got to have a lot of fucking methane up your fucking ass to fucking light yourself parts. on fire with that one. Well, yeah, that's gross. Good point. Yeah. I never yeah. watched a bunch of videos of it, though. I'm out here just doing it. <laughs> well, just. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you should post videos of it. <laughs> I haven't done it in a minute. I would tell you, I hope. I not. said, don't wear jeans. I would not try that in cloth pants. It's a jean, yeah. It's a jean only maneuver. Yeah, denim only denim can handle that kind of pyrotechnic <laughs> blowback. <laughs> <laughs> Do you wonder if you could suck into your butthole if you did it like? Oh naked? Jesus! Anyway, uh, we can we can move on from this. Let's, in fact, do move on from this. Um, Chris, how, how uh, I, I assume you don't have anything to talk about this week, uh, which is fine because I have lots of things to talk about. Oh, great! Do you have it? Do you have anything though that you want to jump in? Nope, and discuss? I got nothing. Okay. Um, I uh, before we get into sports, which will happen eventually, mm-hmm. I did want to talk. Have you been watching? Um, oh, two things. One, have you been watching uh, Station Eleven? Did you watch that show? Has anyone? No, I haven't. There... Well, I haven't watched it yet, but I I am intrigued by it. It's fantastic. It's very okay. good. I highly recommend it. It's from the showrunner of The Leftovers, which is another show that I really liked on HBO. I won't spoil this for anybody other than to say, and if you really do care, turn this off for the next 10 seconds or whatever. Um, It's one of these, it's a show that has a definitive ending. So it's not one of these shows that like this new trend of like television where it's like, oh, it's a season, it's a 10 10. Mm-hmm. episode story arc or season arc and then they're like oh we got picked up for a second season let's extend this ad nod like in perpetuum or whatever it's called like i like i hate when shows do this 10 story arc and then they're like oh but wait we're popular so successful let's, that we'll... let's drag it on for another however and then it just falls into the abyss and it loses its magic this show is has is 10 episodes it ends that at that it's a wrap and it's fucking beautiful in that like it is it's great. I can't recommend it enough. In in just because it gives you that, like you and now you go going in, you'll know that. Like it's great. Okay, you will have a conclusion, which great. I feel like TV doesn't fucking give you anymore. Well, uh, I think that's the point. It's always been the point of television because they. What's well, like they, the point of Cheers? But like it's <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's also this. There is this new phenomenon, you know, in the last probably ten years or so that that. The TV shows now have sort of been like movies. They're 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 like a mini like you know we used to have mini series growing up. You know, yeah. You know, like it was the, like what was it, Thorn Birds and all that kind of stuff. You know, yeah, it like, was like or like Blue and Gray or Roots, but those were based yeah. off of books that and they stayed true to the book, and that's why they were mini series because they would end. Right, right. And I, but now and you I think get people... like The Hands Made Tale, which is a book, and then they just like oh it's popular. Let's just drag this out and recreate the ending, or like Game of Thrones. It's like fuck you. I'm fucking. I don't. I. I want. I want there to. I be mean, like, I. I sort of like. I, I'm okay with both. Now, now, I mean, there's an argument to be made that yeah, like Game of Thrones, they, 
I mean, they fucked up the last season or maybe they made it a few too many seasons. You know, I mean, he also had multiple books. So there was a, there was a anthology there that there he was, but I don't, writing. but I think that this wasn't his writing. I think that they were like, oh, this is so popular and he takes so long to write. Well, they took it. They, books. I mean, they changed a lot of the stuff. Yes. And they took it after cause he, I think the last couple of seasons were not based on his books because he hasn't written them yet. So, but I, I mean, I, I sort of agree with you to some degree and, and I'm I'm happy to see shows like this that are only that are a limited series run and and those are always kind of enjoyable and fun too. There's some good TV out there right now. I gotta say, there's a lot of great TV. I think yeah. there's too much almost. Like it's hard to like sort of I know get get this through fu- it. This and Yellowstone it. craze that everyone's geeked about. Yeah, like I'm come like on. I know I'm like I I don't want to like you know, as a as somebody from Montana. I feel like it's my <laughs> duty to hate it. There's, I've watched a couple episodes just because well, there's nothing else on, and it was all right, but it's, you know, it's... So glad to hear you say that. It's Dynasty in Dallas of, like, Montana, you know what I mean? Like, it's... Nah. It's a serial drama. Nah. You not, know, it's a, it's a, it's a soap opera it's just set with cowboys. Not interested. And Indians. Good. Not interested. First yeah, I don't... I, I you know, I, there's, mother, there's plenty of other things I'd rather watch. Great. I cannot recommend Station Eleven highly enough. Stick with it if you think it's boring. It's got all sorts of great little jump around story arcs. Um, that's that's my that's my TV tip. Uh, we'll do great. a rewatchables about it in a couple of years. <laughs> It'll be great. We'll have. Uh, <laughs> do you have Sor- Showtime Shay Serrano on? I got it all, dude. I pay like twenty seven thousand dollars a month for subscription <laughs> services. There isn't one I don't own. I and I've got Fubo and probably Sling and my ESPN Plus, which I can't get rid of. Like, but yeah, to answer your quick question. I have I have Showtime. Yes. Have you watched Yellow Jackets? Of yet? course. Is it I mean, as incredible as I think it is? And I haven't watched it yet. But it also I've I've been there's been some really good reviews about it. Uh, it's it, it sucks at first, and then it gets it, it's engrossing. Uh, huh. the best stuff is the kid stuff that you're like, oh, cool, Christina Ricci, she holds her down. Juliet Lewis is a fucking nightmare. Like, it's just a <laughs> nightmare. And, like, there's this, all this, like, 90s nostalgia, like, Riot Girl, like, music. The theme <laughs> of the show is horrible, and I can't figure out how to skip past the intro. And it's just a nightmare. <laughs> it's horrible. Uh, but, yeah, if it's, it's not what you think it is. It's not okay. what you think it is. And I, I recommend it. That's a show <laughs> that I like right now, and I also like the sex, the sex lives of college girls. Okay. Oh, we, we haven't started watching that yet. That, we, we, that was on our list. If yeah. you were ever into like Gilmore Girls or Greek, like it's kind of like a, along that vein. But it's very okay. pro girl. Uh, Mindy Kaling does does a great. Kaling does a great. She's job. incredible. She does a great job with this. Like everything she does, I think is wonderful. Me too. It's so pro. Yeah. It's like it's it touches on like some like college bullshit uh, from the book, and it doesn't like f- feed into these girl or female college like female friend tropes like. Yeah. All girls hate each other. Bullshit. Like right. it's very good. Uh, those are the that's those are my go to uh, shows of late. Okay. There you go. That's my TV review. Nice. Yeah. Let's talk about sports. <laughs> okay. Did we? What get, about sports? Well, we had the playoffs. The playoff. The playoffs. Playoffs. The playoffs. It's plural. There was multiple games. There were multiple playoff games. Wild card weekend. Um, Wild card week. Big takeaways from this weekend. Oh, I have a, a gambling thing I want to sort of ask you about. Uh, but first, 
let's talk about Kyler Murray, the worst quarterback to ever play the game. Wow, seriously. How does how how are you worse than Ben Roethlisberger, dude? He's terrible. He's te- he's so bad. Like that, Kyler Murray. What happens with him? Can you just what? Do you have a thought on what happens with Kyler Murray? Because I'm so confused. I'm like, this guy is too short to be a professional quarterback, and he can only roll. He can only launch a ball if he's rolling. So like, if you keep him in the pocket, he's doomed. He's too short. There, there is a little, um, there's a little Russell Wilson kind of thing there with, with the shortness that I, for the last couple of years, I've been like, oh man, like Russell, he can only throw the, those sort of like high arcing deep balls. Like I, and he doesn't if he's see the under, out or the, and like the underneath while stuff, he throws you know? it. Yeah. I mean, it, it would, I, there's a, there's a point I was like I, for years, I think maybe two years ago, maybe the year before last. And, and it really kind of dawned on me that it was like. It's the first time I ever really thought that, like, oh, maybe height does kind of matter more so than, than because he, you know, Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray been incredible, but you're, there, there, there might be some limitations to that to some degree, you know. Um, also, you know, he also has like that, that's the other thing Russell does, and he, Russell uh, Wilson even mentioned it in the was it the last game or the game before, you know, the week sixteen or seventeen, whatever it was, um, where he he made a bad play cause he didn't throw the ball away. He hung on to the ball. and got, I maybe got sacked and they lost the game because of that. Cause they put him out of field goal range or something like that. And he was like, I'm just trying to make a play. That's what I do. And, and I think Kyler has that same sort of that fucking mentality. garbage pick six. Well, that garbage pick six was inc- like, why are you throwing that? But yeah, but that's the point. Like, I think he didn't want to get just, a safety. Like that's just, he's just not smart. Which is stupid because you I take know. the safety because you don't throw the interception for a touchdown. Like you, like quarterback, I, I feel like this is what Dak Prescott in that game like ran, you know, ran the, the the draw, got down, didn't hand the ball off to the refs. Like everyone says that you, everybody knows and got in the way and and practices that, yeah, and then got in the way, and and I feel like there's there's they've stopped, sort of. Uh, teaching these things or practicing these things, I have right? A, or ingraining these in quarterbacks. It's interesting you say Dak Prescott because I have a, a, I have a, I have a, a proposition for you. You're Jerry Jones, mm-hmm. and I'm Kyler Murray's agent. Kyler Murray's never lost in Jerry World. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't, wouldn't it be fucking? Wouldn't Jerry Jones love to have Cliff Kingsbury? Because you got to have them both, Cliff Kingsbury. Because you can't have you can't have one or the other. I mean, Cliff, where Cliff goes, I mean, Kyler's, Kyler's his cross to bear. Like there is, I don't see a career for him after. If like he can't just ditch Kyler, so it's, you got to get them both. If you're Jerry Jones, what do you think? Would he do it? Would he take a, a flyer on Cliff Kingsbury, Kingsbury, <laughs> and Kyler Murray? Uh, I will. I will answer this way. I would. I think I would rather have, Cliff. And Kyrie or uh, uh, and Kyrie, uh, Kyler Murray, if it if it means the package deal, then have one more season of Mike McCarthy. You think McCarthy's the problem? I think he's well, yes. I think he's a terrible head coach. He definitely is. He's, 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 he was bad. In, he was bad in Green Bay. 
and there was there was all those stories that came out that he's not prepared, he doesn't run like practices very well, and it like that shows up in those in those plays, and it shows up in the what you know the, what was it fourteen penalties in that game alone? Like I think they led the league in penalties this season. Yeah, he's unlikable. But why is Dan Quinn like Mister getting all the interviews? Okay, yeah, let's take a step back from that one too, because right? listen, Dan Quinn had five years at Atlanta. People want. Dan he had Quinn. two winning seasons, and the rest were below 500 or right at 500. Yeah, I don't get like, it. Just because... This, Would this you rather have Dan have... Quinn or Flores? Like, I don't get... like To me, it's Flores. no... Flores, a million times over. Yeah. Defensive-minded yeah. coach that knows Flores how to coach. Flores got screwed. Flores got screwed out of a job. It's, they, they, and maybe he did it himself. There's there's some stuff I read that was like, maybe he's you know he's just not the easiest guy to get along with. There's going to be one black head coach left in, in professional football. Actually, yeah, as of right now, there is one black head coach. One. He, it's it's the first time Miami's had back to back winning seasons since like the Dave Wanstead era. Yeah, and he won and seven in a row. How long ago that was? He won seven in a row. That team is atrociously owned. Like they're just atrociously. They're, yeah, I think the owners bet. So okay, so this goes all back to that. That there's the overarching thing in here there about like hiring Mike McCarthy. There's even an interview that after McCarthy got hired. And and he was talking with Jerry Jones during the interview, whatever. And he said, yeah, the, all his time off, his years off of the league. He started studying analytics, all that stuff, and like learning the new age, whatever you want to call it, of like football. And then sometime later, he like in another interview, he he was like, yeah, that was all kind of nonsense, and I basically just lied to get the job. Yeah. And it shows in his and how he coaches that he doesn't care about any of that stuff. He's he's just he's. He's, he's, I think he's honestly, he's the worst. He's also a fucking liar. So that's fucking bullshit that he still has a job, even though he lied directly to the owner to get this job. And he told the owner what he wanted to hear. And I think that's what a lot of these coaches do in these interviewing processes. Like the fact that Dan Quinn is also a hot name because he, because he improved a Dallas defense that was garbage for the last however many years. They weren't that bad though. Like they always were sort of on the cusp and they're playing out of their mind. They'd had a great, they, I think they've always had the talent. I don't think they had the results. Yeah. I, there's, but I that heard, means that just means Dan Quinn's a really good defensive coach. It doesn't mean he's a great head. It doesn't mean he's a good head coach. Do you think that McCarthy is respected outside of places he's coached more than, like, more uh, than he is like in Dallas or in? And I think this happens. Like, I think yeah, Mike because Tom, they, I think Mike Tomlin, the past. I think Mike Tomlin is respected more outside of Pittsburgh than inside than in Pittsburgh. At this point, yeah, because he's been there. He's been there for so long. I, I just don't. People start finding the holes in his, you know, coaching or, right, or how bad he is. But isn't there a little McCarthy in Tomlin? Is couldn't you say that like bringing in somebody like Lafleur, like was a great thing for Green Bay? Like it was, they people thought it was terrible. They're like, oh my god, how could you get rid of a coach that has has won a Super Bowl and has so many winning seasons? And as it turns out, it was like the smart thing to do, like to go with somebody who has like a younger, more analytic approach to the game. I, I, I do like the Steelers I, I are getting stuck in that rut too. Well, I, I think so. That's the problem. This is like it's head coaching is not just about scheming and X's and O's, right? Like it's more that, that as Personal. a coordinator, that's your job. But as a head coach, you need to be able to lead and 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 you know have all these players follow you and listen to what you're saying and and your your vision and game plan. And that's what makes Pete Carroll a really good head coach. That's what makes Tomlin good. Then it makes but Tomlin a, a good head. But Tomlin coach. calls defensive plays, which he shouldn't because he's terrible at it. That's well, and Carol, I have my issues with that as well. But uh, you can't deny that 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 like the Seahawks and and players, you know, like he's not a good X's and O's coach, and he and he he has he has uh, uh, play clock, you know, management issues and all those kinds of things, you know, like but a lot of coaches do too. Yeah, and I think there's just 
things that they just sort of forego or or not spend enough time on. It's kind of a it's kind of a like a a bit of a of a like conundrum or like chicken and egg. I don't know the right word. Here, yeah, but like yeah, you need to have a certain amount of ego in order to coach on that For level, sure. right? You have to For be sure. like the buck stops here. I hire my guys. I do shit. Look this at Bruce way. Arians, Look man. At like that guy is all ego. Yeah, like yeah. right. But then that ego has to be able to like say, oh, there's something wrong in the locker yes. room, or oh, there's yes. something wrong on the field, or time management, or I don't yes. actually know like what the best thing to do in this situation is. And instead, that ego takes over and makes you do bad. It makes you right. make bad decisions, and there's no second guessing yourself because you can't be in that position. Like it's like, and those it's lose lose. I don't know the the right well, it's, it, but that, that shows like guys like like Nagy in, in Chicago, and I mean there's I mean there's all the guys that fail basically. I think fit into the, into your box then. I mean like but like guys like McCarthy and Nagy who just refuse to sort of change, or 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 try like something a little bit different, you know? Because a lot of these coaches they they have a system and they have a they they have everything is so well defined and how the they're coach, supposed to succeed. Who's the coach in San Francisco? What's his name? I'm Shanahan. Him. Shanahan. Shanahan got shitted on for like all of his draft choice, like his picks of like Brandon Ayuk and fucking Debo Samuels. And now everybody just loves all those fucking players that he chose. They yeah. love the way he drafted. But no one fucking goes back and says, oh, those before everyone said like he was bad at assessing talent. And now as it seems he might be really great at assessing talent, but no one might be. But no one's like, "Oh, we owe you one." Sorry, he seems to fluctuate between like, is he a quarterback whisperer? Is he an offensive genius? And is he just sort of like kind of average? And I, you see it from game to game too. Um, I mean, right now he looks like he's got like there's a lot of pieces there. Like, yeah, there, he also has. I think he he also has a really good job of, of uh, with his assistant coaches. And I'll and I'll take this back to Seattle again. Like Pete Carroll. For the first five years of his regime, and they were in the playoffs, they won a Super Bowl, they went to, you know back to back Super Bowls. Like all of his coaches were hot commodities, right? Right. And they were moving on, and some became defensive coordinators, some became head coaches, like Dan Quinn, whatever, down the line. And then after that, I think he I think he just went, you know what? I don't want to have turnover. I like stability. And so he was just hiring like his son or other guys he knew who maybe aren't great coaches. But they're, it's just stable, and they can teach what he wants. Right. And I think he sacrificed that sort of competitive, whatever you want to like, sort of edge or fire to or people, you know, kind of going to, for to it. To not have people fucking. Yeah, not have to keep people work. like replacing them every yeah. year. Yeah. And I and I sort of you see that a lot. I think in coaching ranks, and especially guys who were there for a long time, like even Pittsburgh probably has done this for a long time. Well, there's a, Pittsburgh, you never know who any of our offensive or defensive coordinators are because they're meaningless people and no one ever wants them. The last time sure. anyone wanted anyone that we had was Ken Wisenhunt and Bruce Arians. And, uh, I mean, yeah. where the fuck is Ken Right, and see that, right. And, like, they were at least decent yeah. for a point in time there. They and were. Then, and now it's like anybody who's been there, like, they're not really, they're not getting recycled somewhere else. So then what do you think, this is a great, I, I had this thought the other day, is that, do you think that the B enemy isn't taking other jobs or because he's not being offered them or because he's like next in line and he's loyal to Andy? It's a really good question because he doesn't talk a lot about it. I think he just, um, I think Andy's like, sit tight, give me three more fucking years. This job is yeah. yours. It's also like, what's the, what's the guy from, uh, Patriots, the offensive coordinator, McDaniel. Well, that fuck. You know, guy. like he had a shot. It didn't work. He went back. I mean, maybe he's just now he's like, he keeps turning down maybe. other jobs. Maybe he's just comfortable being the offensive coordinator. Yeah. Maybe the enemy is now 
I, I, that's unfair to, to say because I'm sure every coach wants to be a head coach at some point in time. But I, so I'm, I'm sure, not, I'm, not I'm, I'm sure Bienemy wants to be a head coach. No, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that, but I, I also think that Bienemy watches what happened to fucking, what's his name, Gidry out in fucking te- the Texans. Not to just name all the black coaches, but like Flores or whatever, but like it's Patricia. Yeah, it, like yeah, you could they, go, they, you could go two, two years, you could be fucking done. One year, you can be done now. Yeah, so what happens yeah. if Bienemy gives up this fucking cushy job where he's winning Super Bowls, he's working with a guy that he really likes, who might be like, yo, this will it's be yours someday. Right now. Keep yeah. eating, keep ballooning up in fucking weight the way that I do. They're getting huge, those two, by the way. They are. They're just incredibly huge. Yeah. Eric Bienemy, you were a professional athlete at one point. Like, come yeah. on. Uh, you know how hard he probably had to work to stay in shape? Yeah, really fucking Like hard. some of those guys, you know, they just, it, it takes a lot of oh, yeah. time and effort for them to not, you know. I will say this though too, and, and un- un- unfortunately and unfairly to be enemy, is that with, with the, how terrible Matt Nagy was as a coach for the Bears, and the utter dumpster fire he was, and, that, and, and what he did there in his time, and he, only, he was only offensive coordinator for like maybe two seasons under, under Andy Reid in Kansas City, and he got that job, it, it might turn people off because mm. of how bad he is. Mm. And, and they, sort of, they sort of put that on the enemy then, too. Right? Um, it's unfair. It might be a shitty it's interview, right. too. But he might also not be taking these jobs. Like, he might... Yeah. It's, a, it's yeah. weird. It's also, all, maybe, yeah, like, maybe he doesn't, you know, want the uh, 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 shitty, you know, he doesn't want to go to the Texans. That's what I'm saying. Right? Like, I'm not sure I would. The only person who wants that job is Bill O'Brien. <laughs> yeah, just give it back to him. Bill O'Brien's gonna have a fucking head coaching job before Eric Bieniemy. I would put money on that. Uh, yeah, he's probably the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars next season. Why is that not fucking Byron Leftwich's job? He fucking plays there, man. This is again. It, this is this this. Uh, I think this goes back in my thing about McCarthy is that he knew exactly what Jerry Jones wanted to hear. Yeah, and I think he, they're really some of these coaches are really good about telling you what you want to hear and see. Yeah, Bill O'Brien and, could be like, look what I did with Deshaun. Yeah. I could do that with Trevor Lawrence. Right. Meanwhile, look what he did with Brock Osweiler. Well, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, there's one other thing, too. I just thought about this, too. Uh, I, we go back to the Kyler Murray kind of a thing. And, and like Dak Prescott and all these things, too, now. is that I, I don't know if you saw this one, but there was a quote from Troy Aikman, your favorite guy. Um, yeah, when you're done, keep going. Okay. And he said about now about modern sort of football and stuff. And he was like, it's he brought up because of the Cowboys game and like uh, CD lamb had what, like five receptions or something. He didn't, he didn't have a good game because he wasn't targeted a lot. And Aikman was basically saying now in the modern with these head coaches and offensive coordinators, it's all about scheming the offense. It's all about schemes. And like where you're supposed to throw and, and, and all that kind of stuff. Instead of just like, he's like back in my day, he's like, you know, Irvin got the ball as much as, because if he had one-on-one coverage, you throw it to, you throw it to your number one wide receiver. Yeah. He's like, nowadays it's like you throw to this certain area because of the coverage and, and the scheme of the offense and the coverage of the defense. He's like, but if Michael Irvin and him played today in, in those offenses, he's like, he would probably average over 10 receptions a game. In 200 yards a game, basically, is what he's saying. Because he would just go, he would just find him, go one on one, and you'd win every, almost every single time. He's incredible at catching the football. Yeah, but but so the point is, is that is that there's instead, and maybe there's a few guys like you know Mahomes and some of these guys who who will sort of smart enough to sort of read the defenses and see that matchup. Mm-hmm. And I see it a lot in Seattle too with Russell Wilson. And he, you know you've got 
DK Metcalf one on one and he's not throwing Hasn't it caught to him. the fucking it, pass since last year, I swear to God. Yeah, exactly. You know, instead he throws it forty yards down the field into double coverage on on a on a sidelines play where the guy's actually the ball's actually out of bounds. He has no chance to catch it. And it it it, it rings so true to me now too after seeing that quote. It's like, yeah, I think I think people are trying to be too smart offensively in how they call and control the offense that they're not letting their quarterbacks just sort of play football and just be just sort of the the basics of like pitch and catch there's you know, a kind of stuff so two two things to that and that and then and that goes back to all these all these offense these these head coaches who aren't teaching the quarterbacks enough of the game itself and spending time with them doing this and then thinking they're too smart and too good at this and when they're actually not well that's i mean there's all sorts of like quarterback development and like how the yeah, coaching that's carousel what I mean. doesn't work and why Tom Brady was so good because he got to be with the same coach for mostly most of his career. Tom Brady, who, by the way, uh, this is a fun fact that came in from the, uh, from the wire, that at 44, he's older than any of the opposing coaches left in the NFC playoff bracket. Like Brady will be <laughs> playing against all of these young, smart coaches. And yeah. Brady can find the guy. Supposedly. Yeah. Right? Brady, yeah. Brady's not scheming. He's not going to fucking no, buy into that. He just he he takes what the defense so, gives him. He so checks Brady, it down. So does that mean Brady has an edge? Should, are we going to see Brady in another Super Bowl? Yes, I think so too. I think so. I think Brady. I, I, it just seems so easy. To I, how can you bet against Brady anymore, especially in the playoffs? It doesn't make any sense. Like the game. So I watched all those games. Bruce Arians for all for all Bruce Arians' faults and and ego and how you know that guy thinks he's the shit. Yeah. He was like, Tom Brady, you come here. You can run your offense. I'll back the fuck off of this. And, and he basically just was like, let Brady do his thing within the construct of, of Arians and Leftwich's offense. Yeah. And that was so smart. Like, you checked, he checked his ego because he was like, I have Tom Brady on my team. Yeah. He was like, I did pretty good with Carson Palmer. Let's see what I could do yeah. with fucking Tom yeah. Brady. I, I, re- I read that, and that fact, and I was like, so Brady's been. Brady's been playing much longer than any of these people as a coaching. He's yeah. older than all of them. Yeah. And then I watched that game. I'm not saying no conspiracy or anything. Brady's just refed differently. The game is different. He gets more opportunities. He gets he yeah. gets more penalties because of yeah. because so he gets more opportunities from penalties. There was like like the opening drive of that game. It it seemed it was seemed meaningless, but on a third down there was a bullshit pass interference call. It extended the fucking play or extended the series and they got seven and then there was no looking back. And I'm like that. It just, just watching the, I watched a lot of playoff games this week and just watching the Brady games. You're just like, like he's getting sacked. He's not throwing the ball that well, but they're crushing this other team. And mm-hmm. I think it's just because he gets like this edge. He gets like, he's good at time management. He knows not, no, knows when to panic, when not to panic. He doesn't do stupid things and he gets every fucking yeah. call. And yeah. that's, that's it. That's your edge. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, that's been going on for, remember, I mean, remember we, you, you and I were discussing this. We, I think we got in the heated arguments a few years back when it was the, it was the Patriots and the Jaguars and the AFC championship. Oh my God. The fucking biggest goddamn hoax there ever was. Right. But it goes yeah. back to like Michael Jordan. How many calls did Michael Jordan get that he didn't need to get? Yeah. Right. Because he's the superstar. Yeah. Like it's just the fact of, at of least in sports. basketball, they say you get star fucking, you, you get treatment, star treatment. Football, they yeah. pretend like I mean, no it's an one gets rule. I think in all sports, basically. I have a sidebar, really quickly. That dude, fucking Buddha Baker, who got knocked the fuck out on a completely legal fucking hit. Why is that a penalty in retrospect? 
It wasn't a penalty in the play. He dro- the guy dropped his shoulder, but because he fucking got knocked out, they 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 call the fucking penalty. Like, why is it like no? If you get knocked out, is a penalty that doesn't do anything for anyone. That's the uh, most- I, honestly, yeah, honestly, I I I actually I I didn't even watch that game really. So I and I, I never saw the uh, I never saw the replays or anything of it. Well, so I'm not it's, sure. It's not really it, the fact of the matter is is that if you I mean the guy might have lowered his helmet or something if you maybe. get there knocked out been. it's fit yeah but the thing was is like they didn't I I don't have no problem with them calling it my my problem is is that they called it after the commercial after the fucking medical team was on the field after there were replays like there were is that a reviewable thing you can review a, like a helmet to helmet is that a thing Maybe I'm not sure. Like maybe there was, was something else in the play it. that they saw a review. Uh, maybe you know. Maybe they were already discussing before they went to the commercial. My like the other, what was the the one game they sat there for twenty fucking minutes to make the right call? They obviously were going back up into the replay booth and, and discussion with those officials. And then they maybe it was this. Maybe it was I watched like the first quarter of this game, so maybe it was that one. And the guy, oh, was it, oh yeah, it was the AJ Green one or whatever. He made the catch, and then. The guy hit him, but he was already bobbling the ball, and it came out. And then they're like, at, for twenty, they stood there for twenty fucking minutes, all the rest with their finger to their earpiece, standing in a circle talking about it. And then twenty minutes later, they're like, uh, after you know, like uh, it was, it's ruled a catch. And then McVeigh uh, like threw the red flag immediately because everybody was watching the replays, saw that the the the, the one shot was like it, the ball was already coming out, and he didn't have control of it. It was an obvious non-catch. Like so, the refs are just terrible too, though. I agree, but my point is. Is that so? They maybe they were already discussing it on the field for a long period of time. They were oh, taking yeah, so yeah. fucking long that they had to go to commercial. And maybe that's that's just what they can do now. They could just do like yeah. They could just alter any game with any. Call. Yeah, they just stand there. This is always what makes it. the fucking playoff suck so much. Um. All right, let's. We're we've got a couple minutes left here before we get into to to picks because picks will be fast. Uh, I did have a couple a question like just some betting ideas I wanted to bounce off of you. Before we get into Great. our actual picks, okay. what do you think? So, besides Brady winning it all, which I think is a good call, <laughs> what? So, what do you think about instead of betting futures, betting the MVP? Like my thought was, like I might just bet Mahomes at plus four fifty and Brady at plus whatever he is for yeah. Super Bowl MVP instead of going with the futures, which are much lower odds. Oh, okay. So instead of betting like a Tampa Bay future to win it, right? Yeah. Which is probably like plus three hundred. I don't have it in front of me, but like, yeah, just guessing. Instead of doing that, just bet the fucking the M- the MVP. Hmm. Sure. Why not? So you get you can get you can get the Bucks to win the Super Bowl at plus five fifty, or Chiefs at plus three eighty. But you can get Mahomes at plus to be the Super Bowl MVP at four fifty, or Brady at plus six hundred. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Is that like a little cute edge? If yeah, you're gonna do what's the Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers is plus four fifty as well. Okay, yeah. I mean, those are your three guys, basically. Yeah, it's not gonna be fun. Josh you know. Allen, get off of that. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> you never this, know. It's never gonna be the fucking Bills. And it's never gonna be the fucking Forty Niners. <laughs> these people that like think that they're so fucking edgy with these, like, oh, I picked the fucking or the Rams. I, I picked Stafford. The, I picked the Niners over the fucking Cowboys. Yeah, you and fucking everyone else. Like that fucking line was plus three. Get the fuck out of here. It's fucking suddenly everyone's a fucking. Oh, the Niners have some fucking. Maybe there's a little. Maybe there's something there. Maybe they could win the Super Bowl. Maybe I'm like. Your better bet is to bet fucking the Bengals, who like mm-hmm. couldn't just catch on fire 
There's yep. way longer odds on that. It's there's more of an upside to them, and it's way more I fun. It. I don't hate it. I don't hate it either. I bet that shit like weeks ago it was like plus two thousand. I was like, fuck it. If I don't put twenty five dollars on this, I'm an asshole. <laughs> so I did. Yeah, good. Good for you. Thanks. Yeah. At this point, I probably have a fucking futures bet on every single one of these teams. Like, I've just, like, canceled myself out. Yeah, might as well, you know? Yeah, you know what? Fucking gambling. As long as I'm gambling. As long as I'm gambling. All right. You just play the odds, you know? So you you medium agree with that idea. I like it. Um, Also, (laughs) no offense to anybody, but the white guy parlay has been just crushing it for me. Yeah. The white guy scoring a touchdown parlay. Last week, Knox. Gronkowski, fucking Cooper Cup, like you name it. There was a white guy catching the foot, catching the touchdown all over the field last week. Your window is narrowing now, Kelsey. You, with... It is. It yeah. is. But, but it's still the same strong. It's, it's still the same strong group of guys, though. Exactly. Too. Like it, exactly yeah. right. So, so the Bengals Titans is a. I don't think there's anybody there. Do you? Um. No, I don't think either team. There's no. There might be a tight end for Tennessee, but he's not. It's yeah. is it Fersker, Fersker, whatever his name is. But I, he's not. Yeah, he's down the list on that one. So there, no, there's he's not a. It's he, not. He's not someone you can rely on probably no. to, to do this. So yeah, first Fersker. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not throwing. I'm not ruining my parlay for that guy. Now, yeah. Niners. Cincinnati, Niners. No. Packer, Packers. Kittle's an obvious choice. Kittle had a, a weird week last week, so I feel like Kittle. And, 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 and that that that's that's a that's a very uh, I think important sort of note with Kittle is that he there's there's games he's sort of you know he's more of a blocker he's not yeah, featured as much he's due maybe I Kittle would be the one guy I'd, I'd probably stay away from if okay. you had to because okay. you just you just never know week to week okay so there's no other white guys on either one of those teams of note. No, there's no. not even a guy on green. There's not even a white guy no. in Green Bay. Which is weird. Think. I know. Their kicker's even black. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so, the Rams. Rams, Bucks. That's your white guy, Bonanza. You've got Cooper Cup. You've got Gronk. You've got Scotty fucking Miller, I think, yeah. is out there, right? That's my long shot. I feel, like, I feel like Scotty Miller is due. He might be. He's plus 600. I might throw him into that. Or Brait. Yeah. Or this, who's, that, who's the other... Non Gronkowski tight end is that Bray? Yeah, it yeah, it was Bray. And then there was the um, there was also the guy from Alabama who he, Howard or whatever, but he's been injured uh, yeah. a lot. I mean, he's to, also not to white. To me, but... this is obvious, right? Like you go Cup, you go Gronkowski. There's your yeah, there's your yeah, there's your double white guy. Your double yeah, guy. yeah. And then Chiefs. Wait, so you do you just do parlays per game, or do you no. you do combine I, them all? I pick three. I pick okay. three white guys. Yeah, and it fucking wins. It always yeah. wins. Yeah, Knox has been my go-to. Like, cause he's always got a little bit longer odds, but then he had a big week last week, and now I feel like the world, the the odds on Knox have have increased significant. Yeah, come down. Okay, all right. So now you don't get Knox as as good as you used to. It's plus one seventy five. Usually he's like plus three fifty or plus four hundred. So okay. he's plus one seventy five. But you throw him into a parlay. Sure. With Kelsey. You know, it's an all white tight end parlay. It doesn't have to be tight end because Cooper Cup's usually fun. I know, but I, I like that the tight end parlay is kind of a nice thing. You know, it is. You do. You should just do a couple different parlays. <laughs> Hedge your parlays <laughs> with different white guys. Yeah. <laughs> or do I mean, a, Cup or do a Cup fly. is the obvious one because he's just going to produce. I mean, maybe he didn't last against. Just give against me three Arizona. white guys. Which are the three? Which are the three that you 
Hold on, before we get there, there's another one I want to throw at you. Just to see, I want your reaction. Uh, Cole Beasley and Buffalo. <laughs> Cold cuts Beasley. <laughs> Plus three fifty. I mean, it's not crazy. It's not crazy, but it's still not good enough either, though. I don't think I with think, the odds. Yeah, Knox seems to be like the few. Like he's like Kittle, like three point four. He's he's also Josh Allen's go to guy. I think at this point, almost. Yes, you yes. know, besides Diggs, but you know, especially in the in the, the in the red zone and in the end zone, I, he's looking Knox. I think maybe if you're gonna go long odds, like just for the fuck it, like the the just for the, the hell fuck of it, the hell, I would yeah. I would go with Miller over Beasley. Sure. I yeah, yeah, I take, yeah. Definitely. I think I take Miller definitely. over Gronk because Gronk's not always a lock either. Gronk, no, like, but come playoff time now, I feel I feel like it's it, it's Cup, it's Kelsey. Yeah, because Kelsey's just. I mean, Kelsey Kelsey's is a lock. Is, it's a, it's yeah. happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it's like Kelsey's always going to get a touchdown every game, almost. And then you're, I guess, you're kind of choosing between Gronk and Knox. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's right. I think, yeah. I think not. I, and we're leaving Kittle out of this. We're saying fucking he's. Gonna, I'm leaving Kittle out of this. I would. Uh, I, like, I know he could have a big game. I like the storyline. I like the storyline of, need... of Knox and Kittle. It's like, oh, the two big guys on the same <laughs> game. Ha, hard on. Are we just going touchdowns? What's the yeah, actual just part a touchdown line? score? Just a touchdown. Okay. That's yeah. all it is. So uh, it's not, like if you. I, think, I, I guess. I guess, um, I guess with the Tampa with the matchup against the Rams, like maybe maybe you go you go Knox then maybe. Okay, wait. So, update. DraftKings will not let you pick two touchdown scores to parlay the play in the same game. What? Or, I don't know. So you have to choose Knox or Kelsey. Kelsey's minus one ten. Knox is what plus one seventy five. Well, you go Knox then, I guess. Well, it doesn't matter. Like, what? You don't have to. You'd be like, well, with the odds, then I guess, right? Yeah, if, but, if it's, you're... but if once you're parlaying three guys, like it kind of gets a little long, no matter what. Oh, you get all right. Kelsey. But it's even longer though if you have a plus guy in a plus. Oh, though, for right? sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. You think you think Cup over Gronkowski? That's the real question. Yeah, because so the Tampa. I mean, Tampa's weakness is is the secondary in the passing game. Yeah. Um, and You're, Cup is, I mean, Cup is the focal point. Gronk right. isn't necessarily the focal point, except for like he's he probably becomes the focal point once they're in the red zone and they're trying to score a touchdown. So now we're really fucked because then I think we have to take Kittle if we want three players. Ugh, I know. Man. It's it's just what it's what has to happen. It's got to yeah. be. Yeah. Man, that sucks. I am so disappointed in you, DraftKings. What's the Green Bay tight end guy? He's white. Is he? Yeah, it's uh, Tanyan. Who? <laughs> Robert Tunyon, Tunyon. Yo, let me see if I can. Find he had a big. He had a big season last year. He, I think, he kind of quieted down this year a little bit. Yeah, quieted down so much. He, they do not have odds on him. Well, Are great. you sure? He's maybe he's injured. Maybe he's injured. I, he might be out. He might not. There's Kyle Juszczyk. He seems white. No, no. It's not Kyle Juszczyk. No. no. Well, so if you throw Kittle uh, in this mix, which we're gonna have to do now. It's plus eight one three, which is still I don't know, man. You're on your own on this one. I, I can't. I, you know, if I can't get the guys I want, then I'm out. All right, fuck it. That's it. You can't do it. Thanks, DraftKings. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Let's, let's do some picks. Let's pick these. Guys. All right, Chris. Yeah, we had a really nice wild card weekend. I didn't. Well, three and three. It's a lot better than oh five and one from last year. Wrap it in, Dick. Uh, I'm just saying. Like I, okay. I, like listen. I thought I crushed you on these picks and it turns out I was only one game better. I was four and two. Like okay. that's not great. No, that's you know, 
Um, so, but we did much better than, than the previous year. So I, I think, you know, we should give ourselves a little, you know, a little golf clap for that. There okay. you go. There you go. Uh, softer, but that's fine. We'll work on that. Uh, for the division round now. Ground round. We, we have two ground round. 100% ground round. We got two games Saturday, two games Sunday. Saturday. First game on the board Saturday. Cincinnati plus Saturday. three and a half in Tennessee. Do I get to go first? Eh, if you want to, you could you could defer if you want to. I'll defer. I'm gonna I'm gonna to, I'm gonna opt to kick. Great. Um, Tennessee gets Derrick Henry back, which has a little intrigue. Shit. Doesn't mean shit. Tennessee's also the number one overall seed. They're they're not getting a lot of respect even for that. Like, they keep beating everybody. But I like Cincinnati, man. Tennessee didn't beat anybody. That's a bullshit. They they. They, they beat a lot of people. They teams. lost to Pittsburgh. They beat like I mean, sure that was with Henry out, and maybe that is a difference maker. I just don't see like who they who does he throw it to besides AJ Brown? Is he even like not like I don't I know, man. I, I but you know I what? They, but we've been saying that for half the season, and and they've still been winning games and and moving the ball just enough. Like they keep doing just enough, and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Cincinnati caught fire at the right time. They're healthy. Yeah. They, I think that it's actually not good that Tennessee didn't play last week. They've just been sitting around like yeah, a team that comes be. out slow after the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, I love three and a half. If it was like, I, I think I'd, I think I'd take Cincinnati even. I, I love Cincinnati in this game. Yeah, I, yeah, two and a half. I think I would even yep. probably take Cincinnati yep. on. I just, I think they're gonna win this game. I, I, I just like the way they're playing and and. You know, I keep doubting Tennessee myself, and even though I'm usually a Tennessee fan, and I don't know how they're going to the slow Tennessee down and stop Cincinnati. The one Tennessee game I watched this year, they sucked. Like they just sucked. I I just I don't believe they're yeah. good. Yeah. I know. I'm not sure either, and I think Regular most people think the same baloney. way. They're like the, they're like. Do you remember like when the Colts like had like Harbaugh, and you're like going to the playoffs, you'd be like, oh man, oh, they're coming on. These are their team. Then they lose. <laughs> Like some to some <laughs> shitty team like the Steelers, and you'd be like, "Oh yeah, they actually suck." That's right; they uh, they're yeah, only yeah. good in the regular season. That's yeah. Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. All right, great. Uh, settled that one. Settled. So you're we're both taking Cincinnati. Yeah. I it's kind of I think I, honestly I've never thought I'd say this before in my in in all my life is that I'm actually rooting for for Cincinnati. Yeah, me too. Like especially in the playoffs. Like I really like this team. I've never liked this team at all. I've, the last ever. time I liked Cincinnati was Boomer and fucking Icky. Like that was the nope. last time I liked them. I didn't even like them then. Uh, I did. I hated San Francisco. Yeah. Well, I did too, but I didn't like Cincinnati either. There's a lot of years where I I, I can't stand the Super Bowls because I don't like either it's team. Most years I feel that so any t- any time Dallas played in the Super Bowl, I was like, fuck, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of two teams, I don't want to root for San Francisco plus six. In Green I'm gonna Bay, take, I'm gonna take the no respect Green Bay. Like it's minus no respect six. Green Bay. Minus six is like that's disrespectful for a team that like stumbled oh, into I the playoffs. Yeah, I feel like minus six feels is pretty generous. Like it should be minus eight. I I think. Yeah, they're the healthy team. It's in Green Bay. I think San Francisco now. Jimmy G's got a bad shoulder. They've I think they've got a few more they injuries after, their after that game. Super Bowl. They had it. Congratulations. They, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. They had a, they I had two so. Super Bowls. Like last week was gifted to them. They weren't good last week. Dallas just sucked. Like they, yeah. Well, they were good for three quarters, and then they started blowing it, and then they got, you know, they were for, sort of fortunate, I think, to hang on to that win. Yeah, everyone loves. Uh, this is such a like everybody's so hyped on this. Do do not do not like 
I'm taking the exact opposite approach about this game <laughs> that I did with Tennessee. I love the fucking extra week, but like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Green Bay's just really good. I mean, they won 13 games. Yeah, they played in a shitty division, but they beat they beat those teams. So yeah, I Green Bay's just really good. Green Bay. Plus, I think they've got a few guys back now too that are healthy that have been out for half the season so too. So it just seems like Green Bay's a very dangerous team here now. So Cincinnati beat Pittsburgh twice by 40. Tennessee lost to them. Uh, Green Bay beat Pittsburgh by 40. Let's go with the team that beats Pittsburgh by 40. <laughs> Give me Green Bay. I like, I like how you deduce that one. Yeah, Thank that's you. good. All right, moving to Sunday games. The LA Rams plus three in Tampa. Do the Rams even have a shot at all? Do you think? Uh, I do. But Oh, you like the Rams, don't you? I do, but I like... But they won't win this game. So it really comes down to is that plus three enough? I don't think it is. If it was plus three and a half, I probably would take the Rams. Mm. But I'm going to go with Tampa Bay because I think minus three is just enough for at least a push. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't know why this is only th- minus three. It's Tampa at home. I don't know if they... Are they do they have guys that aren't healthy, maybe? They just keep losing um, guys. Isn't Fournette back? Fournette's back now. He looks like, yeah, but I think there might be a few defensive guys maybe that aren't playing... Maybe some of their wide receivers? Is Godwin uh, healthy? I mean, the Rams played so fucking good on Monday. Maybe that's why. They, maybe. You know, I, yeah, they're getting a little bump there, maybe, I guess. Um, it's also, we just, we talked about this earlier. It's Tom fucking Brady, man. Yeah, he's no going to get the calls. Yeah, it's a, he's, yeah, this is not, this is not Kyler Murray, motherfucker. Yeah. The, the one thing that does sort of uh, give me some, uh, makes me think of the Rams a little bit is because of Odell Beckham Jr. and how well he's been playing and his, how a dynamic he's been in scoring touchdowns. It like, it sort of makes that offense a little more dangerous. And and you said it, you said like, you said it before, like their secondary is the issue. Yeah. You attack him through the pass and, and they're, you know, maybe I just, I'm also like, I'm a, I'm a Ram denier. So I think Tom could keep him off the field. I really do. I think he could have 12 minute drives. Yeah. Whereas like Aaron Jones or whatever the fuck, like just what's his name? The fucking Ronald Jones, like three yards. Gronk, four yards. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. I mean, that's what Brady does. He just yeah. keeps the ball moving, man. Uh, you know, and I, I don't think the Rams' defense is that great. I, I think they have two amazing all-pro guys, and the rest are just sort of role players. And I, I don't, like, I just don't, I don't see it, and I don't get it. And maybe I'm an idiot, but I'm with um, you. I'm, we're both idiots. Okay, great. Documented. I love it when we're idiots together. Buffalo plus two and a half. Fuck you, <laughs> Buffalo. You Kansas suck, city. <laughs> You played a perfect NFL game against the Patriots, and you're the worst fucking team. I don't know why. I can't see it. I don't see it. I watched that whole game, and I was like, they're playing perfectly. This is like the best. They're playing so good. This is the best game of football I've ever watched in my life. Yeah. Uh, And I still, like, they're throwing dildos on the field. Yeah. And I still don't believe in them. Give me Kansas City all the way. Okay. All the way. Minus two and a half? Come on. Yeah, I man, I, Kansas City and Mahomes is a little sort of Brady esque. Where like you, it's almost stupid to sort of bet against them. He's fucking Seth Curry. He goes to the fucking finals every year. Like yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, however, there's there's sort of there's been their defense hasn't been great. They they've had they struggled this year. Like they're not the perfect team they were in the last couple of seasons. No, and. But they have Jarek McKinnon, who's like the best player in football. <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's crazy. <laughs> Which I think he was on Buffalo last year. Um, 
I'm going Buffalo. I'm taking the points, man. I I think. Nah. I'm I'm drinking the I'm drinking the fucking mafia Kool Aid. Cool. Yeah. Drinking that. I can't. Awesome. Yeah, I've been rolling with them all season, man. I'm I'm not, and I love Kansas City, man. I love them. So I'm I'm happy whoever wins this game, and hopefully they go. They represent the AFC. Well, there's Cincinnati too, though. There's three great teams that I can't lose basically with the with the AFC unless Tennessee new Tennessee goes to the fucking Super Bowl. Right. Which will be a fucking Plus disaster. We, we needed one a game that was disparity. Yeah, we got to go against one. Yeah, All like right. so. I guess maybe this is the saving grace with the AFC here is that I don't think because we're such conspiracy theorists with all this kind of stuff. I don't think they'll allow Tennessee to make it to the Super Bowl because that would be like ratings disaster. Yeah, good point. That's you know you sound like me. Yeah. Yeah, I know. What the fuck happened? <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's it. I think I think that's, that's my a, hot take. That's a good take. Uh, let's end on that. Uh, quick shout out is Mac Miller's birthday. Rest in peace, Mac Miller and Bob Saget. We forgot to shout you out last week, but Bob and Saget. Betty White and whoever eh, died so Betty far in twenty twenty two. Betty White. <laughs> I'm gonna say a hot take. Fuck Betty White. Yeah, I bet you would. <laughs> <laughs> With B. Arthur's dick. Boom. Later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>